Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ooh, girl. Did you join a boy band? <laughs> Ooh, girl. Speaking of hot jams, mm? you know what happened this weekend? What? I think the world forgot that one of the most important songs ever made in the history of human life turned 30. Oh? May 7th, 1992. The world changed forever. Uh, poetry, as we know it, got elevated to a level we didn't think previously possible. All music before it, Seemed just like garbage, and all the music since then has been trying and failing to recreate the magic. So this is a sliver of time. This is a moment in time, Mm -hmm. maybe the greatest moment in time, and maybe the most iconic way to start a song of all time. I hope people show their respect. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Mm. You other brothers need to know. When a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. I don't know what that last line means, but the rest of it sounds fantastic. You get sprung. Like from jail? Yeah, that's what I was thinking immediately. That's obviously what that means. (laughs) Uh, That poet, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Go back and watch that. The music video I don't know has stood the test of time. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> People think that song is called I Like Big Butts It's no. not No, it's not No, it's way more sophisticated than that Baby's Got Back that's It's a right. metaphor It's got layers God, that song I remember when I used to live in Victoria, B.C., Canada And there was a food Like a It was it was like a, a sandwich truck That would come to your workplace Sell sandwiches Oh, yeah And it was called Sir Snacks a lot Oh, that's rock solid. It was good. The there's probably been like a billion play on play on words for Sir Mix a lot over the years, but that's the only one that really sticks with me. Sir Snacks a lot. That's rock solid. Mm-hmm. You see, and that's just the kind of influence a song like that has on society. Oh yeah, yeah. Even reaching as far as Victoria, British Columbia. So yesterday, Bryce, I was telling you, um, I'm a man without a vehicle. I have no mode of transportation right now. All cars in your household are out of town for various reasons. Yeah, so how this is weird because so my beautiful beautiful bride, she announced that she was going to go spend Mother's Day with her mother in Saskatchewan. And that makes sense. Her mom's like 90 years old, lives mm-hmm. alone. Go spend some time with her mom and I get that. But she took my truck and then my gifted child who still lives at home went to visit the other gifted child in Banff where she lives and they were going skiing and snowboarding and that child. So two of the cars are now in Banff and I'm stuck at home with no mode of transportation. You learn real fast where you stand on that totem pole. It is weird to think that, you know what, if when I was a kid, if my dad was going to be stuck at home for three or four days with no vehicle, he'd be like, no, you're not going. I need a car. Yeah. Enjoy the bus. Yeah. <laughs> so yesterday... I, um, it was, yesterday was a Sunday. It was Mother's Day. 
and I had nothing going on. Nothing. I was going out of my mind. So I downloaded the Edmonton Transit app and I figured out how to, I taught myself how to take a bus and a train. I've taken the train before, but to, you know, to go to a concert or a sporting event or something. And that works really, really well. But I've never taken a city bus before and I had no way to get from my house to an LRT station. So I did that. And then I rode the LRT to the other end of the city, walked around for an hour or so. Then I rode it all the way back again and caught a bus home. It was it was a big day out for me. What an adventure. All, yeah. your, all your neighbors seeing you stand out for the bus for the very first time, they must it, have been like, ooh, Garner got a DUI. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking as I'm standing there. Like my neighbors, are, ooh, ooh, what happened there? They've, I've lived in that house for 17 years. They've never seen me at the bus stop. No. No. <laughs> it would be very confusing. I like, too, is that you got out. Um, not at the end of the line. No, I, yeah, two stops before the end of the line because I wanted to go check out the old arena the where old the Oilers arena. used to play. Yeah, the old Northlands Coliseum, which when you go, you see it now, especially, you know, having been in that new building for a few oh, years, yeah. you're like, wow, Coliseum is an absolute dump. It has not, it does not look good. No. Like there's weeds growing up through the cracks in the pavement and you just have to wonder, when do they eventually just broom that thing? And the whole thing, like the exterior is all concrete. So Mm -hmm. like when it rains and stuff, there's like, it almost looks like pit stains coming down the side (laughs) of the building and it just looks pathetic. Pit Stain Palace. It's got a new name. Ooh, that's a good name. Yeah. Man. Pit Stain Stadium. Like to get to see the inside, because it's still sitting there. It's I would unused. love to go inside there. I think they've removed all the seats. Well, I know because they sold them all off. And it was one of those things where I'm buying a set of Rex All Play seats and I'm going to use. And then you realize how incredibly uncomfortable they are. They probably stink too. Oh, yeah. And now you've got them in your house. Oof. Oof. To get a tour of that place now. Oh, I would love it. It would be so creepy in there. So maybe, hey, maybe, listen up. Maybe you work for the mayor. Maybe you work in the mayor's office. We have this idea. Can you imagine if you could go up there, maybe at Halloween, we put a haunted house in there. Or even if we don't do that, you at least charge 20 bucks and you can go on a tour. Like they walk you around the concourse of the old mm-hmm. arena, maybe take you down onto the floor and you look up at the where the stands used to be. It'd be terrifying. I bet you it's creepy in there. Oh, it's probably super creepy. But I would pay to do that. Give all the money to charity? It'd also be funny if they just, for one year, turned it into a spirit Halloween. (laughs) From like September 1st to October 31st, have it be a spirit Halloween. And charge spirit Halloween a premium (laughs) for it. Like, they only have to set up on the concourse. Oh, it'd be funny if they set up right in the middle of where the arena So you had to go all, no. (laughs) You had to trek through the arena to get down on the floor. (laughs) That'd be incredible. Are the boards still? No, the boards would be gone, right? They must be gone. Like, I want to see how it looks. Yeah, so do I. It's probably so sad looking. Yeah. A few years ago, my friends and I, we ended up in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. That's the, the two guys I hang around with all the time. We grew up there together. And we talked our way into the old indoor swimming pool that was built in like the early 1900s, I think. And it's where we used to go swimming as kids. It's, it's long out of commission. You can't go. But we walked up there and there was a security guard sitting at the front desk. And I sweet talked our way in there and we got to go see the, it was terrifying to see the pool you swam in as a kid. Just sit, there's no water in it or anything. 
It's all, yeah, but we, that's the same sensation I think we'd all get if we all got to go back into the old arena. Weird. I, I think I bet it looks, you know, like, you know, the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Yes. <laughs> like there's just going to be things tipped over that have never been picked up. There's going to be wallpaper peeling off the walls because it's been untouched for years. But there is money to be made with that old arena. But there's going to be a little something called health and safety that will prevent us from ever going in there and ever making any money off of that building. And they talk about how expensive it would be to demolish that building. Yeah. What are you talking about? You can make money demolishing that building. Either Again, the great thing, $1,000 gets you 30 seconds on the, on the wrecking ball. Yeah. How fun would that be? Or even just, you know, sponsor a stick of dynamite that they <laughs> use to implode it. Put an ex-lover's name on the <laughs> stick of dynamite. Charge big bucks for it. God, why aren't we running the old arena? We could turn a profit with the old arena. Yeah, instead it just looks like it was sweat stains. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Well, you're talking about how life without a car right now is very weird and confusing for you. I feel like a pioneer. Like, I feel like... I don't know. I'm living in 1812. You're trapped in so many ways. Yes. But it's funny how many people who are not trapped and do have their cars around that they've had their cars for years and they have no clue what's going on in the inside of that car. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Uh, Brinton texted. So I'm driving into Edmonton from St. Albert and I did that thing where you pull the visor out of its clip and swing it over to block the sun coming through the driver's side window? Have I just become my dad? Or have I skipped a generation and have I become my grandpa? Brinton. No kidding. I mean, it's a super practical device, the sun visor. But when you do swing it over to block the passenger or the driver's side window, yeah, that's next level. That's a dad move. That is a full-on dad move. It's one of those things, too, you forget is in your vehicle. A sun visor that actually turns to the side? Is Brinton the only one using that? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce pointed out to me that there's a bunch of TikTok videos right now of people who never realized that the sun visor in your car, you could actually turn it over to the side too. Like you can put it against your, your driver's side window. A lot of people didn't know that. I'm actually using it right now, in fact. But I use it, I stretch it out so, like, mine extends so I can extend it. It passed, like, the regular spot. Oh, yeah. I extend it, I whip it to the side, I use the passenger side one in my truck. Oh, I'm all about the visor. And so I was, my husband's in the truck with me here, and we were talking about that. He's a semi driver, and he was telling me he had a semi that had two visors one over the driver's side window, and then one um, at the front. Super deluxe. Super deluxe. There is, like, the guy that texted in and said, it's one thing to just flip it down in front of the windshield, but you go full dad or grandpa when you sw- when you whip it over to the side. I go all complete mobile. I'm just trying to think of other things in your car you forget are there and you never use them. A cigarette lighter, probably, if they have it. Yeah. What about the pocket on the back of the driver's seat? Like... Oh, absolutely. Does anyone ever put anything in there? I keep duct tape in mine, rope. <laughs> That's, that sounds like you keep a kill kit in your car. 
kind of. Yeah, like if the cops pulled me over and I had rope and duct tape and zip ties and that, I would probably get hauled downtown for questioning. But how about you? Like things in your car, like for, okay, this vehicle I drive right now, you can, like I can drive, it's an automatic, but you can drive it in manual mode. Why would I ever want to do that? Like I enjoy driving a stick shift vehicle when I'm in a stick shift vehicle. Like, why would you want a manual transmission in your automatic? Don't understand that. Also, when do you use four-wheel drive low? Huh? I will never use that. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody, I just got a couple of texts from people. One person, WTF? My visor extends too. I did not know that. Uh, like the sun visor in your car. Mm-hmm. Somebody else said they had no idea either that you could swing it over to the side and you could block the sun coming in your driver's side window. It's funny because, yeah, I've seen some TikTok, and it's of like 17-year-olds who are like, what? Does anyone else know that your visor can do that? It's like, yeah, I think most people know that. It was like they were surprised, too, that uh, the trick when you're pumping gas if it doesn't have the automatic lock thing, you can put your gas cap in there yeah. to hold the nozzle. That blew people's minds. They had no idea that was a thing. It's dangerous, Bryce. Oh, That's so dangerous. reckless. Um, the one thing, too, is I asked a couple of things about my current vehicle. I just discovered in my vehicle, right there on the dash, there's a little door that you can flip up. Bloop. And inside that door is like a, a power outlet, like that you would see in your house. And uh, there's like a power inverter in my vehicle. I had no idea. So I could be, all these times I've been on the highway, I could have been running a slow cooker in my passenger seat. An air fryer. (laughs) Yeah, you're cruising on a long road trip. Instead of eating that beef jerky, just make yourself a nice stew. Yes, I had no idea that was there. Uh, I asked the question too, what is, uh, what's four-wheel drive low for? Oh boy. Apparently, I'm not off-roading enough. Yeah, you're not pulling enough tree stumps out well, of the that's, ground. Well, that's, yeah, somebody, but that's for pulling tree stumps. Uh, somebody else says, four-wheel low, oh, this is from Cena. Four-wheel low is from when you are really, really stuck. It's the last thing you do before you call a friend to bring their truck. Okay, that's what four-wheel low is for. My car just has automatic all-wheel drive. <laughs> I don't even hit buttons for it. Uh, the uh, the other thing too is like, do you ever use that pocket on the back of your driver's seat? Does anyone ever use that? No, and like, I don't think I've ever sat in the back seat of my car before. Well, how about after the show, I take you out for a drive in your own car? Uh, that'd be too weird. Would it? I don't. I don't want to sit in the back seat of my own car. Even when sometimes when you're in the passenger seat of your own car, you're like, this is. I hate it. You just don't want me in your car. That's fine. Yeah, that's also very that's true. <laughs> is this sad or what? I've had the same paperwork from my separation in my driver's seat pocket for eight years. Ooh, it's time to move on. Why would you keep that back there? In case you're stuck at a train crossing on 50th Street and you need to pass some time? (laughs) How can I relive that heartbreak? I know. I'll listen to some music that was popular eight years ago and I'll read my divorce papers. Remember when everyone used to have their CD thing in the visor? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's where you kept your sick mixes. Every now and again, you'll still see that person who never took the CDs down and you wonder, do you still listen to those or are they just there? That's where they live now. They've melded to your sun visor. That's another thing. Is like I was looking at my car and I was like, oh my God, this thing has a CD player. I've never 
touched it, never used it. I don't know if it's a multi-CD player. Oh, this one. Okay, somebody explain this. This is from Laura. Are we all just learning something right here? Laura says, I just recently realized that you can control the force of your windshield wiper fluid. Hmm? So it doesn't have to shoot across the hood of your vehicle every time. Huh? I thought it was just a standard spritz that you got. Yeah, I didn't know you could control that. Are we doing something wrong? Like I can, if you hold it, you can control the time that it's spraying, but I didn't know you could control yeah, hour. you can pull that thing back for half an hour. Yeah. Until the tank's empty. But I didn't know you could control the force. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I feel like the pocket on the back of your driver's seat is probably a pretty good place to store, I don't know, priceless family heirlooms, important documents, cash. Because I, the bad guys would never look in the seat pocket, right? You never look in the seat pocket. You have no idea what's in there. Except for the one person who says they keep their divorce papers there. They've been there for uh, for eight years. Oh, and this person. My wife put bear spray in that driver's seat rear pocket. Our daughter reached in, somehow detonated it when we were all in the car on the highway. Jesus. How quickly did you get that car pulled over? Like, I, I imagine you probably went from like 110 to zero in the span of about three seconds. Uh, we're just sort of talking about the weird things you just discovered about your car. Like, I I really did not know that you could plug a standard appliance into my car. Like, if I wanted to have a toaster oven on the passenger seat, I could. But the little outlet thing is hidden behind a door I've never looked behind. This one. Some people might not know this, but if you hold the unlock button on your key fob, all four windows will roll down. I don't know if that's on every vehicle, but I used to have a vehicle and that was a thing and I discovered it a weird way. I came out of my house one morning and all four windows were down on my car and I mentioned it to my neighbor and he told me about that unlock button thing. I was embarrassed. Because I would just assume that I had been the victim of a crime, but no, I probably sat on my keys. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast! Uh, I finally, finally summited Mount the Batman over the weekend. She's a lot to chew. It's uh, a long one. I found the whole idea of a three-hour movie kind of daunting. I just don't do three-hour movies, so I had to do it in... Uh, so I did two hours on, I don't know, Saturday maybe... And then I finished it off yesterday afternoon. I can't do that. I oh. can't split up movies. I can't watch three hours of a movie. I get so... I stop enjoying it because it's too long. There is a point in... Especially when you see it in theaters where that chair gets pretty uncomfortable after a certain point. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. spend the last hour of a three-hour movie just kind of like, oh, trying to get back in the zone, but you can't quite find it. Well, my first world problem here is uh, I'm trying to break in new furniture. Remember we were talking about that oh, about a month right. ago? We need to hire uh, furniture breaker inners. Somebody who just goes to my house as soon as I leave and they break in the furniture. And then as soon as I come home, they scatter. They just leave. But the, yeah, so it was wildly uncomfortable sitting there trying to watch this movie. But three hours is way too much movie. I enjoyed it. Like, I liked how dark and bleak it was. Mm-hmm. Like it, yes. it never stopped raining. And I think... 
90% of it takes place at night. There might be a couple of scenes where it's like early dawn, but it's still gray and gross looking. I like that. Yeah, they don't exactly paint it as a beach town. Mm-mm. Uh, but I will say this. Everybody's raving about uh, Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah. As the Batman. He was fine. But I feel like anybody who's handsome could play that. Because all he does is talks like this the whole time. He never raises his voice. Like, he never... That's it. It is quite a... You go over the history of the guys who have played it, and it's all the handsome guy of the moment. Yes. You know, Michael Keaton in the late 80s, handsome guy. He's Batman. At one point, George Clooney was Batman. That's right. And remember that. Never forget that one. But did George Clooney talk like this the whole time? No. George no. Clooney's Batman had uh, skates in his suit. Oh, right. <laughs> he had bat skates. And a hey, credit card, I think. I enjoy. I saw that you were debating with Todd on the text machine here about whether it was a good movie or not. Yeah, he said he was let down by it. And I was yeah. like, huh? I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Every aspect of it I thought was great. I liked the Riddler. That yeah. guy was fantastic. That's a good actor. He's He was perfect for that part. Yeah, he's a total creep. Did I just become a comic book, comic book movie nerd? I think you did. No, I don't think so. And the part it's of the movie... Because they'll keep making them three hours long. It's like people, you know, because I went into it, I had read quite a bit going into it, yeah. whereas you didn't. And you kind of forget that, I think a lot of people don't realize, the Penguin is Colin Farrell. That, I had no idea. I didn't read the credits. You just told me that moments ago. I'm like, what? Like one of the world's most handsome men with a thick Irish accent. And in that movie. Chiseled out of stone. Unrecognizable. Yeah, I would have no idea. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, I'd rather sit through a three to four hour movie that's well made and complete than sit through two hours of an okay movie that's obviously missing story. Uh, oh, Miles agreed on this one. Miles said, I love the Batman, but didn't understand why they would have paid for Colin Farrell when they got none of the Colin Farrell experience. That is so true because I didn't even know that was Colin Farrell. It's the Penguin. I had no idea until Bryce told me about that this morning. Uh, I just got off the phone with Arden and he was talking about how he and his wife sometimes have another two couples over for movie night and that sounds fantastic like what a great way to spend an evening together but you know inevitably that someone is going to fall asleep during the movie with their mouth hanging open like and then that picture is going to end up on Instagram and before the end of the movie your life is ruined I can't do that I will watch a hockey game with friends maybe even an, an awards show if I have to but not movies because if I'm not into it, I'm going to fall asleep and you're going to take a picture. I know it. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Watching movies with other couples and how I would not want to do that now because if I lose interest, I'm gone. Like I fall asleep and not a pretty sleep. Like the way a princess sleeps in a movie. Mm-mm. Like my mouth is hanging open. There's probably stuff coming out of my mouth. Somebody, this is from Chris. Hey, we had movie nights with another couple. I was the one who fell asleep. During the slumber, I ripped a fart, which woke me up. I looked around and saw the other three people staring. Thankfully, they're good people and were not offended. They also know I'm a bit gross. I was still embarrassed. But hey, at least it didn't end up on Instagram. And that right there, Chris, that's how you can tell you have good friends because they didn't post your most embarrassing moments online. 
keep those friends. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>